happy to see that our distinguished speakers are here. But ladies and gentlemen, allow me before I, you know, give them the floor to invite uh, Femi Omere, our gracious host, uh, Managing Director of Host Study in Africa. Through Hosted in Africa, we've all been able to convene. Um, you have seen the posters, you've seen the, the podcast for some of you on the network. And this has all been through Hosted in Africa, and I'm forever grateful for this uh, platform. So welcome, Femi Omere. Please share with us some opening remarks. So um, I don't have to start this, this event or not start or continue it. I mean, I, I want to say an amen to, to what's happened so far because, you know, the gathering here, you, you never know how you're going to, you know, these events, the virtual events. And as we know, they are plentiful these days. Every day there's, you know, some form of virtual event going on and we're somehow saturated. But what we are really trying to achieve um, and what I believe we are doing as a collective is, is creating, using technology and, um, you know, putting our imprint on it. You know, and that's the thing I was saying earlier about this whole issue of, of what is knowledge, who owns knowledge and so on. Um, whatever is out there in its good form, sometimes not in its best form either, we have contributed towards and we need to take our you know, claim our spaces. Nobody gives you that space. You claim it. And so, you know, we are, we are using technology, but we're putting our imprint on it and we're saying this is our space, our spaces. The, the whole concept of hosted in Africa is really to host activities, to, act, to host enterprise, to host conversation, the oral kind that we've been discussing a moment ago, the written kind, however it is we want to express ourselves. We're not separatists. We are celebrating our cultures and our voices. And for those who wish to partake in that, the door is open. But, you know, it's time for us to do the things that we want to do and how we want to do it. And we open the floor for us all to, you know, really create a paradigm that is quite different. Yeah, of course, you know, it's a business. But we want all of our members to be part of that business. And, you know, some exciting news is going to be coming. Now, I want to start because, I, you know, I, I need to acknowledge our, our, you know, bastions of knowledge who are here today to, to speak with us. So, you know, Professor Misira, we appreciate you. I appreciate you. And Professor Peter Kemani, we really appreciate you taking your time to come and, you know, share with us, to exchange with us. I think it's vitally important that if we are going to succeed in our quest to, you know, create you know, world-class and worldwide global African spaces. We will need our champions. We will need our leaders to be part and parcel of what we're trying to do. And last but not least, you know, the, the youthful spirit that has really put this together. As I said, I'm a backseat here. We've created a space, but, you know, it's Melissa, it's Alexander, it's Nahaja, it's Enzoi. They have been the ones with the energy to put this together and to, you know, bring out that rallying call to bring people here today. And for me, that bodes so well for our futures. So I just want to, you know, open the floor, pass it back to Melissa, appreciate our audience today, and please be engaged with Hosted in Africa. The network is ours. We're doing things differently. And, you know, let's make of it what we can. So I leave it for there for now. And um, I wish us all a fantastic session today. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> 
Um, thank you. And, and I agree with you, Indy. This is, you know, one of those moments where we sit back, we celebrate, we listen to um, the wisdom from the two professors who will be here today and tell us more about this paradigm shifting. So allow me to introduce our distinguished speakers, who I'll be referring to as Mwalimu, meaning teacher in Swahili. To begin, Mwalimu Misharemugo is Emerita Meredith Professor for Teaching Excellence, Department of African Studies, Syracuse University. She has published eight books, eight co-edited supplementary school, leader, school readers, and five monographs. Her work focuses on feminist discourses, engendering and humanizing knowledge, the pursuit of Utu or Ubuntu in creativity and scholarship, and the affirmation of African indigenous knowledges with special emphasis on Oricha. Born in Baricho, Kenya, Mwalimu Mishere was reportedly the first African scholar in East Africa to receive a doctorate in literature and the first woman in Africa to be elected university academic dean. Mwalimu Peter Kimani is an internationally acclaimed Kenyan author, journalist, and editor, an interdisciplinary scholar. His research cuts across four main areas, um, creative writing, journalism, African literature, and postcolonial studies. He has published four books, including Dance of the Jacaranda, a New York Times notable book of 2017, and Editor's Choice Selection. Um, just about a week ago, the Arabic translation of Dance of the Jacaranda was launched at the infamous Sharjah Book Fair in Dubai. Congratulations for this mean feat, Molimu Kimani. In January 2009, Molimu Kimani was one of the three international poets to compose and present a poem for America's National Public Radio to mark Barack Obama's inauguration. The poem, Freeing the Spirits, blends English and Luo, one of Kenya's ethnic communities or languages. An illustration of indigenizing in my view. So welcome, Mwalimu Kimani. Before you both joined the discussion, uh, we had a pre-discussion where the audience, you know, told us, you know, what conjured up when they thought about today's theme, indigenizing sites of knowledge in Africa. And I guess I want to bounce it back to you, Walimu. What does indigenizing mean to you? You have probably seen this topic throughout your professional lifespan, if I can call it that. Um, your writing, your teaching. So I will start with you, Molimu Mishare. You have the road. What does indigenizing mean to you? Greetings, everybody, Melissa, the audience, Mwalim Kemani. This is a wonderful, wonderful event here. I want to congratulate you on um, having um, a birth date and um, to celebrate with you this day when later on you are going to be launching the very, very um, important journal that is already creating waves around Africa and the world. So I'm happy to be with you today. And um, I just want to say very briefly that for me, indigenizing is extremely important. The reason is this, that every society has been gifted with a heritage. That heritage is unique to those people. And it has a special mm -hmm. contribution to make to the world. I say that without culture, no human society can really distinguish or define itself. And that this indigenous space that we are claiming right now is a critical site 
that is also our inheritance from our foremothers and forefathers. It is filled with history and her story. It is filled with memory. It is filled with a long journey of pain and joy and laughter and suffering and triumph. It is a site that was once almost extinguished by colonization, an attempted erasure of who we were or are as an African people. And therefore to claim our indigenous spaces is critical because it's reclaiming ourselves. It's taking responsibility and saying, yes, we are going to be creators of our world, our society. Now to claim that indigenous space is not to isolate others. It is not to make it exclusive. It is space that we are opening so it can fertilize the rest of the indigenous spaces that are occupied by other people, the rest of the culture, so that we are in conversation with each other. Thank you. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, very, I'm very delighted to see all of you, especially Malimu Mesher, uh, and of course, seeing um, you know some familiar names, uh, some dear friends, um, and also a new platform, at least new uh, in this context, uh, where we can articulate our issues that are important uh, to the production of knowledge in our context. Uh, so to, to respond directly to the question, uh, what indigenizing means, it is recentering our own knowledge to perhaps not challenge, but to, uh, to contest the overly Eurocentric vision of the world. I think if you look at um, major African writers from this continent, uh, and, and then perhaps even in other contexts uh, that, that are former colonies, there has been an attempt to ex excavate the knowledge systems, the histories, the narratives uh, sidestepped, um, to accommodate uh, one, one overwhelmingly uh, you know, white narrative. So, so for me, uh, what this means is um, simply restating who we are, um, and um, especially with the academy, we tend to have that disconnect. Um, we do not seem to be uh, utilizing uh, our environment and, and the people who inhabit those spaces as legitimate sources of knowledge. Uh, so, for instance, um, uh, what has been um, a major contribution to scholarship in this in this continent and the world uh, would be uh, an insistence uh, by Professor Michel and others some 50 years ago that um, our institutions should not be seen as satellite extensions of what were the colonial established uh, universities in our context, uh, Oxford and Cambridge. And that network... Um, uh, you know, cutting and pasting nationalist uh, literature uh, in in their context to be our own. And I think that's a kind of uh, interventions we hope uh, academics can be doing. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully we can learn what they did and what we can we can replicate in other, you know, disciplines. Um, so, so for me, it is tapping into uh, knowledge systems that are known to us. Um, and are valid in their own ways. So they need not be um, uh, catalogued in, in journal, refereed journals that are 
uh, you know, usually domiciled in the West. So I'll pause there for now.